Welcome, everyone, to the Crit Rate Podcast for Wednesday, November 2nd. This is episode 19. I'm your host, Justin Skirbo, and today I'm joined by Liz Laisui. What's up? And I'm joined by Alex Schock. Hola. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we... <so> white. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we are in for a short podcast this evening. There are only a handful of topics, but we are just going to jam straight through. We've got a little late start, so we're going to... We're going to give you the news, we're going to give you the updates, and we're splitting. We're out of here. We're gone. All right. Cut so, wow. <laughs> first things first, two games that I want to mention um, that I've been playing, critically important, uh, playing Bayonetta 3. Guess what? Voice acting is great. <laughs> um, <laughs> Do you notice a difference? You definitely notice a difference, um, but it's... It's ruining the experience for you? Not even sort of. <laughs> the game's actually phenomenal. It's uh, it's really good. It's it's unfortunate that it's on the Switch, though, because you can tell that it's, like, you know, just weighed down by this yeah. bad it, technology. Yeah. Um, but it looks great. It's appropriately wacky. Uh, they definitely changed the formula in such a way with, like, the giant uh, kind of, like, kaiju-style fights. It's really, really cool. Do you have a... Did you download it, or do you have a physical? Physical, right there. I'll let you borrow it when it's done. Jason will want to play. Jason nope. loves Platinum Games. Yeah, no, it's it's very good. It's easily their best work so far, yeah. for sure. Also, I do have your Death Stranding, except that the disc is still my PlayStation, I realized, once I got here. So Dang. I'll give it to you next week. <laughs> okay, I need that. Um, as soon as I got here, I was like, oh, I bet I don't have the disc. And then I called Jason. Jason's like, yep, it's here. It's in the PlayStation. <laughs> That's so funny. Because it's why in is... his PlayStation 4. Oh, I see. And he, like, yeah. Because okay. I used to play on, like, his PlayStation 4 was on a different TV. Gotcha, gotcha. And then I switched to PlayStation 5. He, like, put the 4 away. We didn't empty it before he put it away. I see. So, so the whole... And I knew, like, I was like, this is probably the last... Like, Jason hasn't played anything on that. This was the last game I played on it. So, so Loki, the, the, the reason why that came to mind... Uh, I've been engaged in this PlayStation Stars thing for a while. And one of the, like, challenges that like gives you like extra coins or whatever is to boot certain games and that i've done every (laughs) single one except for that one and i'm like all i need to do is put the disc in and boot the game that's all i need to do um so i'll get you next week he tried to he's like it's probably just in a different case and i was like i am not that person i am not the person that puts games in the wrong case like it's an ugly habit nobody should ever be that person you know you you have you grow up with siblings like and you enough times you go to try to play your game and they've put it in another case where I'm like, someday I'm going to grow up and I'm going to put all of my stuff in the right place and I'm always going to know where it is. That's right. I, le- I learned my lesson. <laughs> yeah. Genesis, I think, was the first time I was swapping boxes because you kept those because they were like heavy plastic, you know? That was really annoying. Um, I still remember the sounds. Like, the, I'm, oh, yeah. I know you do, but like, <laughs> like, like they're literally right there. But like, yeah, the sounds of opening those and looking for the right one. and Yeah. Yes. Um, so, let <laughs> last games to mention uh so in respect to playstation stars but uh, an interesting element to that is that they offer these challenges where it asks you to like boot certain games or do certain things and one of the challenges that came up this week was to utilize uh remote play like four times this month so i was like all right like let's just let's see what's up and shockingly it's very good really like it is very good. I started playing like Wild Arms, the PlayStation release for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll talk about that and PlayStation Plus in general in a moment. But uh, yeah. I was playing that on it, and it is like sublime. It's great. I couldn't ask for it to be better. It's like there's no lag. It's like it looks great. The, I'm using the on-screen controls, which are like obviously like it's a phone, right? right? But it totally functions exactly the way I want to. And for a turn-based RPG, it's like the best possible scenario Does for it. Does it actually access your playstation in any way yes or? it's literally so, turning your playstation on so, so like okay. if i turn the tv on you would see what i'm doing on the phone okay 
So it doesn't, it doesn't, like, does the distance to your PlayStation affect it in any way? Or is it I probably, the internet anyway? So it doesn't matter. I would probably not do it if I wasn't on the same Wi-Fi network. I did it right. when I was working in New yeah. York City. It's like being on the same LAN network. <laughs> I did it when I was taking breaks from work in New York City. I would play on my computer. Um, and I was playing Bloodborne. Mm. And there was, like, a very minor delay, but it was playable, which is really? pretty impressive. Yeah, I mean, it, it's great here. I mean, like, so in the morning when I'm watching, uh, when I'm watching my kid, like, I'll sit in the other room with him while he's like playing and stuff, and I'll just pull it up on my phone. It's perfect. It's like it's great. So I'm only a room away, but it's like I, I like just having that flexibility. So that's yeah. pretty cool. It's not perfect, but it's better than you think. It way better than you think. Significantly it would be. better. I remember when I tried like XCloud when that was like the hotness. Yeah. XCloud sucks in comparison to this. It's yeah, like okay. it's very good. Um, so that was cool. So cool. thanks PlayStation Source for pushing me in that direction. Last thing shatter if you ever heard of this game there's a playstation 3 downloadable title when downloadable titles were like interesting oh is this where you're talking about hive remember like the or no. the is this haze haze right yes. like h word yeah. no, no no so shatter is a uh, it's a brick breaker style game but it's actually uh. a really great it's probably the best brick breaker i've ever played um you can like suck and blow the <laughs> uh the paddle thing so it's like kind of manipulates what's happening on the screen and then there's like these giant like laser or like machine gun moves it's very cool it's a really really cool game that just released today hmm. and i already beat it it's great yeah. <laughs> um this is the games that i'm playing alex what are you playing uh first i think we should mention that justin chow is not here oh yeah justin Chow's not here he has become a single vine of poison ivy <laughs> <laughs> he's uh he will return uh at some time in the near future. likely next week likely next week um i have been really forging ahead with uh cyberpunk nice i've literally done every single non-main mission activity (laughs) really yeah i mean more pop up randomly but like everything that i can do uh i have done nice uh i've been enjoying it i are you on the road to platinum oh my god i don't don't know those types of games always have like some weird platinum that Mm. i'm never gonna some impossible secret boss that you're not yeah um, it's always one of those things where, and this is a CD project red, but like when I finished the Witcher, I'm like, Oh man, I bet I made a lot of progress in that 22%. And it's, yeah, it's like between 20 and 30%. You're like, oh, I'm yeah. never, I'm never yeah. doing this. That's the worst. But I had, had my, had my first relationship in that game. Nice. And, uh, I could have had a second with a dude if I wanted to, but I was like, there was a, it's actually a really funny moment. Um, spoilers, I guess, if you're into this. The relationship stuff but you're up on a roof with this guy and you've just finished a mission together and he's like oh here's here's some whiskey like what should we cheers to and you have four options and the first one is to friendship and the last one is kiss <laughs> and i was like uh, to friendship <laughs> that's funny and he was like yeah to, to friendship it's like dang yeah and then uh you Shut know and, and then yeah right after that it's like the quest ended and um but yeah, I mean, it's I've been just really enjoying that, and like the story is really interesting, and um, just been kind of crushing it with my chosen character. I'm like level fifty on both things. Awesome. And, um, I wish it was higher. The level cap is fifty. I wish it was not fifty because mm. I wanted to like. There were a couple more things I wanted to get, and I think I'm kind of, I think I'm kind of stuck, mm. uh, which is a little annoying. But yeah, so I'll probably finish that this week. You know, in time for God of War. God of War. Depending on how long the main mission is, because I, I literally did like two main missions. And oh I did wow! All the other shit. So I'm just like a, I'm just a force to be reckoned with right now. That's awesome. 
Um, Classic CD Projekt Red. It's probably how play you play those tactic. games, right? Oh, I, I love it. Like people jump me and they're like, "Oh, what are you gonna do?" And I just they lay waste to everyone with my eyes. Like it just, it's just a good feeling. That's awesome. <laughs> All right, Liz, how about yourself? Uh, nothing, just Overwatch. There you go. Oh yeah, I've been playing Overwatch. We've been playing. Yeah. yeah. Alex was jumping on me with the most. Yeah, I've been jumping <laughs> on. I've been enjoying once? it. You, you played. You played with us once. They yeah. have a like a Halloween event going on, mm. and so Alex and I played for several hours the other day until we finally beat. So like, oh, I, to beat the the game mode, or are you like trying to max a battle pass thing the, or something? Like, no, like the the they launched like the Halloween event, and they have the PVE mode. Oh, I see. And so I played Wait, like tw- like the old one, or like they have launched a few since it started. Like they've launched a new one every year, so they have. The I, like a, I don't know about every year actually they, they they have not done it every year, but they have done it a few times. This is I think the third one that mm-hmm. they have done. So this is a new one and it has like a set. You know you play as one of these four characters and mm-hmm. you go through certain levels and there's bosses that are like just skins of other Overwatch players. And so this one was the Revenge of the Bride of Frank Junkenstein. Junkenstein, right? Bride of Junkenstein, something like that. And yeah. The, the enemy is the final enemy is Sombra. That's cool. So we were playing it on like the hard mode and it took like a handful of, there were, first of all, there were characters I didn't know. So I had to get used yeah. to that. <laughs> it uh, took a while to figure out which character Alex should play as. The oh, first one was the healer. I was like, this is a problem. <laughs> is it uh like, so it's, it's a static thing. This is not like the faded PVE single player. No. That no. About. Okay. So went during holiday events or something, they I know was like a wave will thing. launch these, yeah similar yeah. so yeah. this one's a little different they started with just doing like waves of men- enemies and you have to like protect the door and yeah yeah whatever but this one's more like you're making your way through um one of the levels i forgot what it's called it's reinhardt's level the uh, uh, it's the german one where yeah the, i know the castle e- I e- something i can wall i can wall yeah yes <laughs> I, that wouldn't, nah. That's not part of my memory. <laughs> so, and it has, like, you start separate, and then you come come together at, like, the pub, and then you interact with something there. From there, you go to a separate spot, and while you're going, like, there's enemies to fight on the way, and then you interact with something else, and then, like, bosses come at you. So it's a little more, like, a... Demanding. It's intricate. a moving horde mode, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. Okay. It's yeah. but it but it was it was pretty it's fun. More it was more like a single player mode in a game kind of. Mm. But it's it's still it was different a board mode in in many ways. Sound, sounds kind of like remember those like weird one-off things in Apex like when you're doing the yeah. comic yeah. book missions kind of sounds like that. It's probably a little bit I mean it's better than uh, I mean it's in the it's in the ballpark of those. It's yeah. themed well. Yeah. yeah. I think I think this one was pretty good actually. It was pretty good. Yeah. I was just thinking back to the Apex ones and they were somewhat interesting but then also Sometimes, not very interesting. Yeah. This one I thought was pretty interesting. I was pretty impressed with it. Like as I was playing, I was like, yeah, this is pretty good. This is really, like yeah, uh, and, I mean, uh, better than I expected. Very challenging. As a pretty much new person discounting my first like week of Overwatch 1. Yeah. Uh, it's been fun diving into this and playing that and like figuring out the characters again and um giving like giving them all a chance. You're like, "Oh, this person's actually like I understand how they work and yeah. mm-hmm. I've been enjoying that process." That's cool. Who did we end up winning as? You were playing Sojourn or? I was Sojourn, yeah. You can play as Sojourn, Junker Queen, Kiriko, and Ash are the four characters to play as. So. And I, had, I don't think I'd ever played with. I'm very rarely with any of them, so. <laughs> it took, took a while. Some of them are really good. I know Sojourn is supposed to be pretty special. She is fantastic. Yeah. yeah. 
I've never played a match with her, so I'll have to try that. Yeah. But see, now that you've played the mode yeah, with her. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You've, you've got it all it. under control. I'm a pro oh, now. Yeah, I'm a big Sojourn fan. But you also have, you have to be pretty good. I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I have good enough aim to play a Sojourn. Mm. I play when I'm like trying to be fun and then when we start losing, I'm like, all right, I got to switch like the aim's, I'm better at. I feel like the aim's pretty forgiving in that game. Like when yeah. I'm, when I'm a soldier, it's like, I am missing. But it, like <laughs> I, but I can see the ping is going off. I'm like, yeah. all right, this is great. It has yeah. pretty good aim assist. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, guys, let's get into our news real quick. Uh, so this is a all PlayStation-focused uh, news roundup. Let's do it. So just three quick topics. Uh, obviously, we were talking about God of War before. And kind of the, the biggest thing that's happened in that in the last few days is that there were apparently some pretty serious leaks in regards to the story. So much so that, like, Corey Balrog and then, like, Santa Monica Studio had to, like, tweet out and be like, hey, like, this sucks but, you know, please don't spoil it for other people, yada, yada. Yeah. Um, I feel like it, the leaks like this are kind of inevitable. I have not spoilers yet. I have not either. Me neither. Yeah. So I, I only encountered their response to it, yeah. uh, which is funny. But, like, I don't know. I feel like this kind of thing is sort of inevitable with this stuff. The same exact thing happened with, like, uh, Last of Us 2 and all that. Yeah. So, I don't know. It sucks. I mean, that's just... just it's going to be great either way, but that game heavy, heavily story-influenced. So. Oh, for sure. It's a shame. That new yeah. uh, advertisement's not doing it any favors, though. <laughs> Jesus. No, it's not. I was feel it? like the community is usually pretty responsible when it comes to spoilers that are leaked ahead of time. Mm. Like, I feel like every Monday morning, I'm, like, dodging articles about House of Dragons, and it's like, guess what major character shows up? And there's, like, a picture of the character oh, on the man. article. So in that yeah. case, I don't, like, know. The media is definitely not, like responsible with it but when it comes to stuff that's released beforehand i feel like i usually hear that there are leaks but i it can work you don't you have to i feel like i find you have to go out of your way to find them mm, my yeah. google news is awful with game of thrones yeah awful i get so many why did damon do that yeah, to Rhaenyra? They, <laughs> exactly <laughs> right like, what guys, did damon do to Rhaenyra? <laughs> what are you guys searching man it sounds like the algorithm has just got it a just, specific number for you it just knows i like game of thrones and just yeah. gives me every single game of thrones article yeah it knows mm. that i'm watching house of dragons and so are you watching house of dragons <laughs> have you watched are you watching I, I told you i'm like a good ways yeah. into it but we haven't watched in a while um what are we watching lego masters i love lego masters it's great it's fantastic it, fantastic show you, which season it just came back season three is back season three is back or it's get it's on that list yeah Come you're, on, you're like yeah. five episodes behind it's really good oh okay um i'm in yeah <laughs> unbelievable um okay next next bit of news uh we were talking about wild arms before wild arms is interesting because it was an included game in the playstation plus premium tier ppp right i did not buy ppp i really bought it ad hoc or whatever or what is it, what's it called piecemeal P- not piecemeal it is piecemeal but there's another word for it da i can't mm, remember no oh, when you buy just the one thing i okay. just i just bought wild arms but anyway a la carte a la carte yes that is exactly right that is it, that is that is exactly <laughs> right so yes this all loosely brings us to playstation plus which we saw news come out that since the PlayStation Plus revamp, yeah. right, the introduction of PvP and Essential and all this stuff, uh, they've lost 2 million subscribers since then. Yeah. So I think this statistic is a little weird, but I'm also... I, I will respond to it based on my brief opinions of the new format. Do you have the... Sorry. 
to cut you off, but yeah. do you have the follow-up statistics to that too? Because there's more, a little more context to it. I don't know. If I a, don't think I do. Because okay, so just to complete the conversation, yeah. they lost two million subscribers, but they actually went up in revenue. Yeah. Year. So just keep that in mind. So I think because it, of people switching over to PPP. Uh, I just in general, I don't know. I didn't read uh why the revenue went up. Just that. Like, like they re- lost subscribers, but they actually got more like money. overall revenue for the company, or like in <coughs> subscribe like subscriber revenue went up. I think it's just overall. So like in games that they're selling, also. Yeah. Okay. So. So it's like they. One doesn't really have to do with the other. <laughs> Potentially. Well, like you would expect if you lost lost two million subscribers, that your revenue would ten percent increase. That in means revenue. that there's less people. You would think that that would mean that there were less people on your platform, yeah. and therefore less right sales. Okay, I see. Yeah. But yeah, the opposite is happening. Okay, so I think what's happening here, and this is this is my perspective on this, because they're saying since the relaunch, so the idea is that they launched it, they likely got a bunch of subscribers, and then the time that has changed from then until now, they've lost two million. Now I think the way to consider that is I think you probably had a lot of people testing the waters, seeing what uh whatever the second tier is. There's essential, which is like what we all have then there's something extra there's extra and then there's premium so i think the people that kind of like came in to see what the deal was with extra and premium probably just like were not stoked on the offerings especially for the price and then they build and i think a lot of people like so for example when stray came out that was a playstation plus extra like free game so if you only subscribe to extra for one month you would actually technically get to pay less for stray if you were just going to play it for that month and then never again so i feel like you probably had a lot of these people that were like oh let's see what's up and then they're like yeah never mind you know what i mean um i think in general it's probably not a good look because they're obviously trying to emulate uh game passes formula yeah and i don't know a single person that owns an xbox that doesn't have game pass right so i think it's clearly not hitting in that way but I don't know. I'm, I'm honestly not super surprised, especially for the premium tier, because the premium tier offering is basically retro games, and they've put out like three new ones yeah. since then, and they're all BS no-name titles. So it's like, I don't I don't get it. Do you guys have any opinions about the it lack kind, of excitement around it, I don't PlayStation know. Plus? It, it kind of seems like a sensationalized title, uh, like... Uh, like article? Or, yeah, so I don't know. Like, is it interesting? Yeah, but... Does it, what are the long term implications? What does it mean? Like, is that unexpected? Like, if they're right. gaining ten percent, like you're gonna get a bump at first, and then it's gonna go down. The fact it's that like, their revenue went up means that it doesn't mean much, right? It's like <laughs> it's not that impactful for their business. Yeah, well, the revenue might have gone up, but how much did it cost them to create, like, to you know, market, this make PPP. this new tier? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> quick weird personal example i went to the doctor like year last year um i lost 10 pounds like over covid and then i nice. guess my doctor forgot that and when next time i went i'd gained 10 pounds but she had forgotten that i had lost it originally mm. so it's like oh whoa 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 you just gained like 10 pounds so like you gotta watch your weight but really i was the same weight as i was like two two visits ago yeah so it's like mm. still net even but if you just look at the small sample size it's like it's like something's there's up. a there's yeah. some something's happening yeah. here you got to look at the whole picture right. is so the story yeah I so think, i don't think we know enough about their business strategy and model to 
determine whether or not this is really affecting them. Yeah, or I'm not what overweight. They expected or <laughs> <laughs> I would say though for sure PlayStation Plus Premium is absolutely not worth it if yeah. you're thinking about it. It's definitely not. At least I think not it's right just now. a way to bring up the fact that PlayStation Plus Premium sucks. It's too comp. <laughs> yes. Honestly, it's too complicated. Yeah. I I just I can't I can't be bothered to figure it out. Yeah. I'm right there with you. All right, and our last piece of news and probably the most interesting it's likely going to be the title of this episode uh is oh my god playstation plus vr has a price tag finally you psvr yeah. psvr 2 what did i say <laughs> PlayStation, playstation plus, plus VR. Oh. <laughs> might as well be <laughs> so place psvr 2 uh obviously we've seen it cool new controllers awesome eye tracking technology 4k yada yada um but the big question was always, how much is it going to cost, right? We've seen MetaQuest 2 go from $200 to $250. We've seen MetaQuest Pro drop a $1,500 price tag. So the space for VR is very weird. Um, but the PlayStation VR 2 released its price of $550. Yeah. And that is for just the headset and the two controllers. That is the bundle. That is the base bundle if you want to play psvr2 and spend as little money as possible the least amount you're spending 550 dollars. and playstation vr1 was 400 right yeah i think that's right yeah so <coughs> but it was the same it was the same price as the base con or the playstation yes. pro at the time so it was the same PS4 price pro. yeah it was the same that- price as the console which kind of adds up here too it's almost the same price as the console it's, it's that, that is the watermark I didn't think like we discussed this on our previous podcast. Yeah, I really didn't think that they would go over the console. I, yeah, that's a little weird. I mean, it's it's more than the disc version of the console, and it's technically way more than the digital version of the console. Yeah, true. so it's like that. It, it is shocking that that would be the case, especially considering that you need the console to play it. So, like, if you had nothing and you were interested in playing PSVR two, you're in it for a thousand bucks, well over actually considering oh you mean like if you get everything yeah like from zero to psvr2 you're in it for a thousand bucks what i've read like the specs on this thing are comparable to a much like a more expensive device like the ones that are in the like the upper ranges of 800 900 yeah like i think it is a good deal tech wise it's i just don't know if the customer yeah as a playstation is the one that wants to spend that money on a high tech i i don't think it's like it's not out of the realm of. It's not like. How, what am I trying to say, Liz? Like it's. <laughs> it's not totally unreasonable. Yes. but it is shocking. It, I'd say. It, I, yeah, it doesn't like slap me in the face, but it, it is more than I expected it would be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the real estate yeah, February. Yeah, I expected four fifty five hundred. So that's what I mean. Like it's more, but it's not. It's not like a ridiculous amount over what I thought it it's would be. It's not a ridiculous amount over, but it it's a big difference to go from the price of the console to more than the price of the console yeah so you're telling me that i just spent 500 bucks on this like premium (laughs) highest tier quality incredible piece of technology equipment and the playstation vr is actually better than that even though that plays all my games and this is just a device for that this is an accessory yeah. My iPhone case is going to cost more than my iPhone. Like, <laughs> yeah, it yeah. it is it is pretty remarkable that that is the case. And the thing is, is like to me, I feel like they 
they likely can ask this much and it's going to find its audience for sure. But I think it's not going, it's at least right now, it's not compelling enough of an offer to, I think, pull on fence sitters. You know what I mean? Like if you're not sure one way or the other, I don't think that price point is doing enough for you. And frankly, at least so far, we have no idea if the games that are coming out for it are going to be worth Right. The entry point. I mean, really, it's uh, Horizon Forbidden West that or call Horizon Call of the Mountain. That's like the like that's the game. Launch like they're making a bundle just for that. And then I'm looking at the other launch titles. It's No Man's Sky, which okay, uh, Walking Dead game, cool. Resident Evil Village, Firewall Ultra is kind of like the only other one, and then that weird Star Wars game. So he, so but it, here's like the good news though. Like if you're into VR. And you were looking at this like I'm probably gonna get this unless it's too expensive. It's not like if you if you're into it and you wanted to get this, you're really interested in VR. I think this is still like this is not gonna divert you, but it's it's not at a price point where it's gonna be a difficult spend for newcomers. I mean, the yeah, hardest. It's, it's, hopefully, it's not gonna turn fans away, right? Yeah. That's what we're trying to say. If you and honestly, I mean. Looking at this room, looking at us, I, at some point, I think some percentage of us are going to invest this money. Yeah, I mean, I, fall first. I, I think we're, <laughs> I think we're likely the the most compelled audience. But there's part of me that gives it but we're like pretty it, serious. Yeah, it gives me pause though. I mean, like you're talking about like I mean, I was saying this earlier in the chat, right? So if you're looking at the PSVR, there's a charge stand for it, and obviously those controllers are ridiculous. Like right. you're going to need something to to hook them up with. So like that's another fifty bucks. Uh, the Horizon games, 50 bucks, because you need something to play on it, right? Th- this is part of what I'm saying where the offer's not really, like, compelling enough, because if it was like, hey, all of your PSVR stuff works, no, none of it does. There's zero compatibility between PSVR and PSVR 2. Totally different things. Yeah. Um. So, like, if you're in it for that, like, if, if it were me, right, if Justin Skirb was buying this thing, it's going to be the system, the charge stand, Horizon, and that game Firewall, and, like, that would be my whole bundle. Like, you're talking after tax, probably something in the ballpark of, like, $800. Like, that is not a small purchase. You know what I mean? Like, that's a that's a fairly... A flight sig- to Paris. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, that's a fairly significant thing. It's like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a lot of money. And it's unfortunate because it's, like, the... It's interesting and I want to see what it does because this is our world. You know what I mean? But I think about somebody else and it's like, how do you... Like, if you're PlayStation, how do you pitch this to somebody who's not already into VR, right? VR, in my in my opinion, I mean, is the hardest... The it's the hardest thing to understand because it's like, I don't even know if that money's worth it until I put it on my head and try it because there's no way for me to try it beforehand. You know what I mean? So well, how do any of us actually know what PSVR but, 2 looks like? You but know? they have an advantage over PSVR 1. You know, like, the, the VR market's now much more saturated and it's been around for a while. So you for can sure. at least look at the old thing and be like, it's better than that. Well, it, well, exactly. But it's yeah. also like, I, I mean, it does feel like kind of a flying blind thing. You know what I mean? You can watch a trailer for, you know, Demon Souls remake and be like, okay, that's the game that I can play on the PlayStation 5, right? But like when you watch a trailer for any VR game, it's, it's not going to do it justice. You're not really going to understand what that experience is going to be like unless you try it yourself. No, so yeah. Yeah, it's, I'm like, just saying it's an uphill battle for marketing. Like I don't know how they're going to create a compelling enough incentive to tell them, hey, the, you know, the case is going to cost more than the system. Yeah. And 
There's, it's for, there's four games for it's it. It's for a consumer that is looking to educate themselves and is looking for VR. Like, you could say the same thing about buying a lot of different technologies. Like, if you're buying two different TVs, four or five different, like, you go, you look online, you go to, like, Tech Geek, you see what they say, you look at the comparison. You go like, to Best Buy or you go to Costco and you see that TV in person. Yeah, but you don't really, you can't, like, mess around with it. You can't, like, play it with your games. You don't really know. Like, you don't, and I, I mean, Maybe you do. I, I've never gone to a Best Buy and like actually looked at all the TVs. Oh, like I definitely do. When we buy TVs, <laughs> we we look at the specs and the articles and the reviews. You could say the same thing about you know your PlayStation versus your Xbox. Like you know you you do it based on reviews and what people say. Hmm. You're and you have to kind of like pieces of technology, phones. You don't have your you know you could go into a store and try a phone, but you don't like you could. I don't know. Do they have? I, I, do they I, have PlayStation VR setups? Well, I don't that's know. Fine. I mean, I, I, I mean, you could do that too with the PlayStation VR. But I'm saying, like, but that's the kind of, that's the consumer that they're targeting. Yeah. I think they know that this is not your average everyday consumer. It's a more it's someone who's looking to spend this additional money and do the additional research and is going to research a quest, the PlayStation Five VR, the you know what, all of these different like, rigs that they and, can get. And there's a market for the high end VR, like. There's a market for eight hundred to twelve hundred dollar headsets. Like it seems crazy, but it's like yeah. I mean, I'm certainly curious to see gaming computer. I'm 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 seriously curious to see how how it does perform. (laughs) Just me personally, and and this is not to like invalidate anyone else's opinion on it, but it's like for me personally, I it's impossible for me to look at VR as something more than a novelty it's a novelty i certainly want to try and i want to see what it's like and i think it's going to be cool but like given the option it's not the way that i want to be playing most of my games you know what i mean it's it's something that i'll dabble with and then that'll be that you know what i mean so that that's where at least the justin skirbo type of consumer for like me personally that's when the 800 dollars is like okay so like is is that eight hundred bucks worth spending to be entertained by a novelty for a little while and then like have something to show my friends when they come over? I mean, it's like yeah, that's to, the question. To, to some people, I think that's compelling enough, right? Or even just to be able to be exposed to that technology, it's enough. But you know, all I'm saying is that for me, it's it's hard to to break that. I think eventually concept. Be. You know, yeah. I, I mean, like, I, I yeah, I. I, I I feel like out of the four of us, you're probably going to be the first person that buys it. I think Justin would be, honestly. I, it might I would, be Justin. He's very compelled by new technology, yeah. which is with like you know more power to him. I, I, pre-or- I pre-ordered a PSVR one. I had the first one, mm. but we did try yeah. it. I mean, we we tried it at E3. We tried it at PAX. Like I definitely tried it before it was like released. I don't know if I and I did not buy PSVR, but actually. I think it's going to be a. I got it from a friend. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to be like a, you know, you we wait until next. Black Friday, when more games have come out, there is something that is worth trying. It mm. comes in a bundle, so it's actually 50% off. And, like, you know, you're looking for a holiday purchase or a gift, like, for yourself. And, like, some, sometimes, like, I feel like we I, – I end up spending money on Jason just because it's, like, I need to get him something. Like, yeah. I end we- up spending money on technology and on video games and, like, stuff that – you know, new technology just because I'm, like – what might he enjoy? What might he like? And it's on sale anyway. And yeah, you know, and we, that, we, that's how they get us. That's all, how eventually some of us will fall. I think. And we've all bought consoles that weren't backwards compatible, like right yeah. out of the gate. And then it's like, <laughs> okay, I have this four hundred dollar console with four 
okay games. Mm. I, I have Rise, Son of Rome, and you know, like whatever. That you was know? probably my least like loved console of all. So time. it's like that. It happens. I think it's. I don't know. It's. It's not an outrageous price, but it's just like I. I think. It's, it's a cool. It's a tough pill to swallow, but it is a really cool piece of technology. Yeah. On the on the other hand, like it, all the specs that they've given us and the information we have so far, I'm like, I do want to see it. Like, I definitely want to try it. I'm hoping someone gets it so that we can play. Yeah. Yeah, and and at some I th- point, I think that's that's the biggest like sell for it. I don't know. We'll see. It comes out February twenty second. You can pre order it November fifteenth. So if you're listening to this podcast, you've got like f- a week or so to wait. Wow, it's that soon. Okay. Yeah, in two about weeks. a week or so. Two weeks. Yeah, it's the second. There you go. Two weeks. I guess that's Sony's prime uh, pre order window is. You know, we're gonna give you two weeks to build hype, and that'll we'll give you two weeks to make your decision, and then you start pre-ordering. I imagine supply is probably gonna be pretty constrained for this, yeah. based on yeah. our current geopolitical climate. Fair. If you want one, I'd probably be vigilant. Yeah. You know, get on it. Yeah. So interesting stuff. We shall see how it all pans out. Um, yeah. I wonder. I I really am more so curious from a software perspective because as cool as it's gonna be, it's like I I need that thing. It's like. Like, why isn't Team Asobi doing something? PSVR 1, like, I, I don't know if any of you guys played it, but uh, Astro's uh, Rescue Mission, Astrobot Rescue Mission, easily the best game yeah. that I played on that. It was phenomenal. I thought yeah. that that used the technology extremely Yeah, that was well. like a launch title. It was really good. Yeah, it was so good. I wish they did something like that. It was the same as, like, Astro's Player on PS5. That game was great. Very um, impressive. Yeah, but, I think we all played it at some point. Yeah. Yeah, there's good, mission or, good stuff comes out, you know. Yeah. There's, that, there will be good stuff. That is the hope. Uh, give it some time. Give yeah. Like, that price tag will lose its shock value in a year or so. Yeah. Yeah. What else do I spend my money on? <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Well, that will do it for this week's podcast. Pretty pretty fast. I think that was like 35 minutes or something. Uh, fairly fairly longer than that, right? I think it was probably longer than that. <laughs> oh, I think we did. All right. But we will certainly be back next week for more gaming news and topics. And hopefully the will be complete. I was going to say, hopefully, the return of uh, of Justin, our fellow compatriots. But for now, thank you, Liz, and thank you, Alex. Thanks, everyone. Thank you, Justin. And we'll see you on the next one. Bye, everybody. See ya. Uh...